Uh, Lauren, do your New York accent you just did for me. Do it for everybody. That wasn't a New York accent. That was my stupid accent. You do it. <gasps> Shut you do up. It. <gasps> that was oh just making God, stupid. I didn't realize that sounded <laughs> like a New Yorker. I'm so sorry, oh, any no! New Yorker. I just offended because I didn't think that sounded like a New York accent. No, I, that was like a legit self own on me because <laughs> I didn't even ask you what the accent was. I just assumed you were doing a New York accent and then you're like, no, that's yeah. my stupid accent. It's like, oh my God, that's such a self. Yeah. Anyway. Welcome everybody to Simply Amazing. Oh my gosh, that was, I feel like it just, you know what, burn up, burn up, done, we're over. <laughs> the show's over. Thank you, you for know, tuning I, in. The, uh, the, that's kind of how I feel about what we're talking about today. So it works. It works. Yeah, exactly. We don't, here's the funny thing. We were talking about this yesterday when we recorded another episode yesterday and we were talking about like, what are we going to talk about? Are we really going to spend a lot of time talking about this? And Lauren very very cleverly and she knows us so well she's like girl every time we're like we don't know what to say we end up talking for like two and a half hours so yeah we don't know what's gonna happen here this could be a long one or this could be a short one because uh we are talking about legion of x2 and by the way i am the og nocturne that is n-a-c-h-t-u-r-n-e nocturne and of course i have the fabulous um, recently in the same room as the actual Chris Evans, if you believe my Photoshop. Uh, I mean, I was just honored. I can't believe it. It was like a fever dream or like I was very much hallucinating. I wasn't sure, but I saw that. I was like, it must have happened. It, must it definitely have happened. did. It, I just want to like, so th th we're all over the place right now, but I think it's just, we don't want to talk about what we were going to talk about. Uh, I, I just want to mention that Chris Evans is a literal like a gift to humanity because I yeah. read that Buzzfeed article about him, about like everyone thought he was Photoshopped into all those Disney pictures. And he's like, no, I just don't know what to do with my hands. And I feel very awkward when people take pictures of me. And it's like, T who does not relate to that. Am I right? Yeah. Well, and okay. Uh, so uh, those of you, uh, so we're recording this the week uh, of the release of the puppy interview this Friday that we're recording this. He is, gonna they're gonna be releasing his uh interview that he did with the puppies the puppy 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 interview i'm like i'm so fucking stoked it's gonna be ridiculous we're all like my ovary will destroy and yes i only have one ovary don't worry about it, guys um but it's going to explode you only need one that's all you really need to get the <laughs> so you're full i just that i'm losing my mind i will be there it, with bells on mark, like mark your calendars um work meetings canceled everything can't friday i am not functional no there are certain men who just like or it, women men in general but we're talking about men right now but like there are certain ones where it's just like they they enter a room or a screen and it's just like uh melt so and he's one of them for sure eat yourself is yeah. another one let me tell you oh, like listen. i just oh i just saw the trailer for that movie he's gonna be in where he plays like a genie Oh my god! Like I am all in for that movie. <laughs> all in. You're all in for getting some wishes from him, girl. I got more than three wishes. <laughs> I just, 
I'm I'm like I'm like Kelly Kapoor. Like yes, Charles, you needed me. Like ah uh, yes, oh, yes, God. Idris, you needed me. Oh God. Yeah. Um. Well, hi guys. I'm Lauren, your friendly neighborhood by. And as Lisa said, uh, we are uh attempting to not talk about, but we are going to talk about Legion of X two. Um, because you know it's it it's the series that's Kurt is supposed to be headlining, right? Like it's supposed to be the Kurt show. It's supposed to be a huge story revolving around him and other things. Um, but I don't know about you, Lisa, but this issue felt like there's about 20 stories going on and 19 of them. I do not care about. I also feel like very little from the first issue actually made, like meant anything in the second issue. I, it was like, right. okay, yeah, Weppelist Zen's here. Okay. We introduced her in the first issue. And, but like all this other stuff, like this random shit with Banshee and like the skinwalker. Am I, was I asleep during the last issue? Cause I don't remember much about that at all. And it also feels very similar to what we saw in Way of X, which was the whole like onslaught thing. So yeah, I don't know. It's I, I'm I I mean, listen, I'm I'm willing to give my boy a shot, and my by my boy I mean Kurt, and like let's let's give another couple issues and see where it goes. But it just doesn't. I do not understand where it it's going to like, go. Yeah, it feels like for whatever reason, Spurrier, the writer, Sy Spurrier, is trying to do almost too much with this and it's like you don't need to like this book doesn't have to a story doesn't have to be super complicated or have 20 stories within it to be good or to have an impact on Krakoa or whatever right like I would have no problem if this was just a story about Kurt finding himself as a leader with a little plot here or there like maybe one or two subplots and that's it I would have no fucking issue with that in fact I'd probably be thrilled but yeah now there's the whole I thought the the mother lady was supposed to be a big bad guy, but now get the skinwalker, and and now Banshee's losing mind. Where did Banshee come from? He just shows up, like he's just he just hears us a party, and he shows up. I guess I don't know. That was, yeah. I I so here's here's one thing I had a thought of this morning when I was waking up and thinking about this book. It's like I don't think this is a Kurt book. I think this is a Legion book, and I think that it's called Legion of X, and I think that. Um, I think the whole thing is that probably Cy Spurrier, I mean, the story seems to revolve around Legion more than anyone else. So like Legion's yeah. the one making the deal with Mother Righteous. Uh, Legion's got his love affair with Ruth, uh, all this stuff. And I have a feeling that he probably pitched a Legion book and Marvel was like, okay, but like who else is in it? Because we can't we can't see a legion book like even though legion was a tv show that was very it was moderately successful i didn't see it but i heard it was great um yeah but it's it, it, yeah just, yeah there's just something about it that just doesn't feel like kurt's book even though he's you know one of the main characters and that happens to him a lot he seems to get sidelined a ton even in his own shit and i'm tired of it I mean, a lot of people are like, but Kurt has, he's had so many of his own stories and limited series. He's always in an X-Men story. Like, how can you say he doesn't get, you know, enough content or whatever? And it's that the content, I would rather have quality than quantity at this point. And we're mm. not getting that. It's, <clears throat> throw him in there. It's, oh yeah, he's on the quad council, but he's also doing, I, I, yeah, I, I definitely am, I'm starting to, understand better other Kurt fans have been saying this longer than I have thought it um where they haven't liked Kurt during this Krakoan era or they haven't liked what the X office has been doing with him um and this line is kind of 
unless it turns around real quick, it's starting to solidify that for me as well. Um, he's kind of just a tool used to further some plot with Krakoa or whatever. And that's a huge disservice to him, obviously. Um, and it's not right. And yeah, now that you say it like that, where Spurrier's like, let's do a Legion book and how he's going to have issues with his daddy, Xavier, which that was along the first issue, by the way. And that was a big part of Way of X. I think you're right. I think this 100% is a Legion book. This is not a Kurt Burke. Kurt, Kurt's just fucking there. You know, he's another device or tool. And like, ah, it's very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it seems silly for us to like come to the conclusion, oh, this is a Legion book, two issues into it, and it's called Legion of X. I mean, clearly. But still, it, it's like, that's not what we were promised, I feel like. I feel like we were promised a Kurt right. book with this and it is not yeah. a Kurt book it doesn't feel like a Kurt book it's just yeah and like it, it, even like it just feels like so many writers don't fucking know what to do with him and I don't understand like here's what you know what Kurt needs Kurt needs a fucking woman writing him like that's what he needs he needs a woman writing him because you know what the men are all failing him except for Roberto uh, Kira Sacasa whose name I never can say his, his take on him was fucking great in the Nightcrawler run but like yeah. it just feels like I don't know it's like maybe it's just like they just can't touch into that side of them where Kurt's this romantic and all these things because it just feels like nobody seems to understand him I I actually mentioned this uh I was on Mutant Watch this past weekend for Pride and uh, I mentioned we talked about Kurt a little bit it was a Mystique and Destiny episode but of course Kurt comes up because he's their mm. daughter or he's our their daughter he's their son and yeah, we're I'm gender there. bending Kurt today guys i mean i mean i want to uh, know that it wasn't me that did it so like i, I mean listen i'm literally yeah. behind me is nothing but a ton of art of girl kurt so so like it's not it's you mean totally nocturne trash. yes nocturne thank you yes you're right you're right thank you for correcting me you're absolutely right she is not girl kurt she's nocturne um so now I fucking lost my train of thought. Oh, Mutant Watch. Okay, so yeah, we were talking about it. And like even, you know, his moment during Inferno where he does the vote and he votes to resurrect Destiny, even that was like, didn't make fucking sense. Like it's right. not that it's not that he wouldn't vote to resurrect Destiny so much as he wouldn't do it because his mother, it would make his mother happy. Like there is nothing that Kurt cares about less than Mystique's happiness. Like Kurt would yeah. probably be more likely to care about fucking Graydon Creed's happiness over fucking Mystique's happiness. Like, well, that's too. yeah. And I agree. There's, there's so many during this era, there have been many like out of character moments that were like, okay, but maybe I'll get explained. And that's the worst part. These aren't even moments that are given explanation that we don't like or agree with. We just get no explanation. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like we got no explanation for that. Like I would, at this point, I would at least, it would, it would make me think they care more about his character if they at least gave us explanation, even if it was garbage. It would still suck, but I'd be like, you know what? At least you think you're paying attention and you think you're trying. That's still something. But at this point, yeah, he's just a fucking plot device and tool. And, like, I, I'm the same with you. I don't get why, why they're writing him like this. I do believe a huge part of the issue with him, though, in this era especially, is the fact that they're going head in still on the religious crap with him like yes mm -hmm. he has yes he does and there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a faith but the fact that everything he does revolves around him being a priest but he's also not a priest they're acknowledging that so can we move past that already like i i just 
I think that's holding him back because they think we have to write him super religious so we can't do anything else with him. One, that's fucking rude to people that are super yeah. religious. They're own people. Right? And then two, do something else with his character. He is more than just a man of faith. That's not do you all know what- he is. Do you, do you know what's super funny when you talk about the super religious thing and like and that like there's more to it and to do more things with it is mm. so I just started watching Yellow Jackets. Have you seen Yellow Jackets on Showtime? No. Okay. I just started watching it yesterday. I binged a couple episodes. I mainly did it because I got really so Showtime has fucking they've they I guarantee this is going to mean something. Showtime has pulled me in because they gave me like free trials on a couple shows and I fucking fell in love with them and I'm like, "Well, I guess I'm getting Showtime now." Um and it's basically it's basically I love that for you with just uh, Vanessa Bayer is a fucking amazing show that is so good. Mm-hmm. If you are an awkward woman who grew up awkward a little bit, you're going to fucking relate so much or an awkward mm-hmm. anybody. It's just it's great. Um and then the other one's Yellow Jackets. I just started watching. And so there's a character in Yellow Jackets who is religious. And she is always praying, like, I wouldn't say always, but she's very religious. She's very, um, uh, like, grounded in her faith. And, like, the whole idea of Yellow Jackets, there's a plane crash. This fucking show is insane where they're going to go with it. I mean, I'm, I'm only, like, three issue episodes in, but, like, I know where they're going. And it's going to get, fu- it's fucking crazy for those of you who've already watched it. But, um, so, but she's, like, very religious. And so she does pray a lot. She prays to God, all this stuff. The thing is, though, is that, it's not used as a device in the show to like make her separate from her teammates because the, the whole show is like, they're all teammates. They're, they're a soccer team. So it's, it's not used to separate her. It actually is used to kind of ground her a little bit. I feel like, yeah, I mean, in some ways she does go a little off kilter with it. And again, I'm only a couple episodes in, so who knows where it's going to go. Um, but there's just, it's just that difference of, you know, using a character who has religion, who has faith, but you don't necessarily have to have it be like, like, for example, like I look at this character and it's like, yeah, she's the religious one, but it's like, there's more to her than that. And I yeah. feel like with Kurt, it's like, they keep forgetting that. Like there's more to him than just the religious part of him. And when you were talking about him as like a plot device, um, now granted, this might just be me because this is who I am, but uh, you know, another character that has fallen into the plot device uh, you know, Pitt many times is Wanda Maximoff, aka the Scarlet Witch, aka no. his AU baby mama. Like, you know what? Give him a fucking book. Let them go live in an AU and be in a fucking book and have babies. Like, if you're just going to plot device them both, then do something. Like, do something. Do something interesting with them. You know? Yeah, and yeah, and I I like that you uh that you talked about how yeah, like it's it's you know with the show it's it's still a part of who that character is, but it's it's yeah, it's just it's just a part of her and that's it. Like um I yeah, just they, yeah, it's just it's fucking it's it's beyond irritating that they have a character as, as great as Kurt and has been written so well in the past. Like he's had some wonderful stories, wonderful moments, both written by men and women, even though I would actually agree with you now that I think about I think uh a lot of the women that have written him have either done it with better ease or were just better at it. Like more consistently women can write him well compared to the, the men who have written him and how many of them wrote him well in character, things like that. Um, we, we did the, uh, the, the uh, pride episode with amazing X-Men 13. And it's even funnier because in that story, he was also just a plot device. Now that I think about it, he was there mm-hmm. to let, and uh, you talked about with the the show you're mentioning from Showtime where 
you know, she's her religion is just used to separate her from others. Well, Kurtz is clearly used to separate him from others. So in that story, for example, his faith is used to separate between people who are okay with being gay and stuff and people that aren't. And then, of course, that gap is bridged towards the end where he's like, doesn't matter. Like, I'm, I'm cool with it. Doesn't matter my faith. You know, you're still a good mm-hmm. person. Doesn't matter. But that was a plot device. Like, that was, he yeah. was literally there to serve that desire to to share that story and to get to that conclusion for the audience reading and yeah now i'm even more mad like him becoming a priest honestly like this may be a hot take but him becoming a priest is i think the worst thing that's ever been done to his no absolutely totally agree it well it's it's a bad it was a bad choice but it was like it was a choice that was um it was like it, it was a cho- it was like a choice. It, it's like it was like the difference between choosing like a little ball peen hammer for your project or a fucking sledgehammer, and they chose the sledgehammer. Like, there's no nuance to it. There's no like subtlety. It's just for for up until Kurt became a priest, he had like 25 years under him of like being a faithful but flawed person of faith. Whereas, like right. you know, he didn't, like I mean, like listen, the guy was having premarital sex with fucking anybody who came by and was blonde. So like, you know, he just fucking, you know, whatever, whatever, whoever could show up and convince him that they were the damsel in distress, he would fuck him. So it's just, and and like the idea that a character who had spent so long, so much of his, uh, you know, his time in the books as this kind of swashbuckling, like, like Errol Flynn esque, you know, I don't want to say Lothario, but a little bit. I mean, then all of a sudden he's a priest and it's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Explain how this happened because it doesn't make any sense. And um, going back to talking about uh, uh, female writers taking on Kurt, um, the last time that I can think of that someone, that a, a woman wrote him like significantly not just like in the background or as like a guest in his in their book was when um i mean i could be wrong and correct me if i'm right but i think it was the last time was like uh, a and mcguire i think i'm saying that who did Uh his uh story in uh age of x-man amazing nightcrawler and i really like that story it's a really Uh i think it's a good story it's very sad it's very depressing it's like it'll it, it honestly it's one of those stories that actually haunted me because the first time i read it i didn't I didn't get it a hundred percent. And then when I read it the second time and was like, Oh shit, no, no, that's not like a clone. That's like his actual baby that him and Megan had that they're fucking trying to find. Yeah. It hits you really fucking. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. At, at this point. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. Going back to what I originally said, I completely like, I understood it to an extent before, but I wasn't completely feeling it. Now I completely feel what a lot of other nightcrawler fans have been feeling with this era, which is, He's not he he's not getting he's not being served well. He's not being written intentionally. Um, he's kind of just there when they need him to be there in some shape or form. I mean, even in way of uh and uh, the Hellfire Gala last year when he heard Wanda and Magneto <laughs> Magneto sorry I call him that sometimes Magneto uh <laughs> Magneto. talking Magneto, talking during um. Uh, talking you know and then wanda you know died right and then there's a trial magneto thing um but we there were specific panels where you saw him drunk hearing it and then nothing came of that what was the point what the fuck was the point don't oh god 
I don't even like, don't get me started on that because I had so many theories and I was so sure of my, I know you did. And like nothing panned out. And again, it's just uh, like, it's so my whole thing is that um, like comic books. So talking about comic books as like a medium, you know, um, everything on the page is, is put there intentionally. Nothing is there accidentally. It's not like the real world where it's like, oh, Kurt just happened to be there and just happened to be drunk there and he didn't actually hear anything. No, 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 no. This is a fucking comic book and everything is put there intentionally. So why? So why was that put there? Why did he vote yes for Destiny to, to make his mother happy? Like mm-hmm. there, it just so many things, like it just feels like these little like threads that are just dropped. And what doesn't make any sense to me is that Cy Spurrier, who wrote that scene, is still writing him. So, like, it, I, I'm like, may, here's the thing: maybe something's going to come of it. I here, I have not read Sabretooth. Is Toad still in the hole? Is he still in the pit? Toad in the hole. <laughs> oh yeah, we haven't seen him. Sorry, I, Toad fans. I don't know what's happening with your boy either. Like, what the hell? Toad, I just, I'm just laughing at myself saying Toad in the hole. Toad is still in the hole. He's still in the pit. So, like, here's the thing. There's a good chance that this will be addressed because there's there's a couple, like, so the fact of the matter is, is that Kurt's now the lawman, right? He's the, uh, he's the uh-huh. dangle. And he is, uh, he's, he's in charge of, like, looking into all this shit. He also was drunk and passed out, but in the vicinity of where Wanda and Magneto were conspiring about how they were going to deal with the situation and like, you know, framing Toad. So could there be something to come of it? Absolutely. Does it seem like they're going to fucking address it at all in this book? No, because the book is like, the book is going in so so many different directions. It's like, they are cops, but they're not cops. They, um, he's, he's gone to the Iraqi to look at about like looking to gods. It's like, okay. Is it cops? Is it religion? Like pick a lane. I, at this point, I don't fucking care. You can call them cops and they can be cops, but just fucking pick a lane. If, if, if I can see one, if I see one more fucking panel where someone calls them cops and then the other characters like, actually we're not cops. Like, Okay show don't tell show don't tell that is like classic you know like um a classic like writing technique or writing uh ad advice that you get from people is like you know when you're when you're writing something you like stop saying things unless there's meaning behind it unless eventually we're going to find out they actually are fucking cops and they were trying to like hide it the whole i don't know it's just Again, yeah, there, there could be a lot of stuff being built here that we don't know about, but it just doesn't feel like it right now. It feels like a lot of stuff is just being kind no, of like No, it, it's... Yeah, I, I agree with what you said before. There's no nuance to it. There is no subtlety. There is no build-up. Like, if you're going to build up to a lot of the stuff and to the point where you are going to address these things, you know... It, it, yeah, again, I'm at the point where I don't care about a damn thing that's happening in this series, except I want le- weaponless Zen and Kurt to fuck. I think that'll help a lot of things. I shit you not. I think it's going to help a lot of things. But now, with the second issue, everything but that is addressed. I will say I did like watching weaponless Zen almost kill Beast. I think they should have let her kill him. He can take his time yeah. in the resurrection protocols. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, get Beast out of here. I fucking hate Beast. So, uh, yeah, Look, no, and I, I, think, I totally agree. 
I really think that's just a parallel to see that, like, because she, like, tussled with this, you know, big blue furry guy and almost killed him. But then eventually her and Kurt are going to tussle and she's not going to kill him. She's going to fuck him. I need it. Sizeburger, no. stop doing all this crazy shit. Stop it. I don't want it. I don't want this larger than life 20 stories at once. I want one main story with one tiny subplot. That's that's it. Simple. Listen, guys. Listen, guys. When... When Lauren reads about this, she thinks she's back in the pants. She doesn't want that. Sorry, that's for anybody out there. Who, uh, any, I think you should leave people out there. So, um, Listen, I just, listen. Uh, Marvel, look, you can scrap whatever Sysperger's done. If he is continuing in these next issues, if the next issues continue with all this craziness and it doesn't get together, Marvel, you have full permission. Even if it takes another two months to print, I don't care. Scrap it. Have him just draw... Yeah, get the arse to draw and then you know, spur to just ride it where it's it's just fucking it's like I feel like with this and this is a complaint with the whole era actually with Krakoa I think a lot of these books not all of them but most of them to me they're trying to do these larger than life stories and one they're not all connecting and that's a big part of the Krakoa era that's been nice is that they do connect in some way even when they are telling their own stories two they're all these larger than life things like even more so than before like everybody's trying to be like writing like hickman but they aren't yeah stop trying to write like hickman that's not what you're supposed to do if you want hickman in there get him back in there and let him finish this how he wanted to otherwise stop trying to be him i don't want it none of us want it it's either hickman or do your own thing and everybody is still trying to copy what was done last era but put on these other twists and mm-hmm. they're so extreme, I think, um, especially if they're wanting to continue the Krakoan era. Um, so, you know, the yeah. only books I've really been digging have been Immortal X-Men and X-Men Red. And that's it. Like, I even dropped Marauders and I loved Duggan's Marauders. I don't read his X-Men, though. I don't like him on X-Men, but I loved his Marauders. You know what my thing is with this whole thing is like it. I think back on like my favorite comics I've ever read, my favorite runs, and they are almost never something that like ties into the big event or the big, mm-hmm. like I, this is the reason I have been in and out of comics. I don't, that this is the reason like I come in for a bit and then I leave is because it, it feels like all of, all of this stuff. I don't need it. I don't need all this stuff. Give me a good story. I don't care Like, if the story is good enough, I won't care how it ties into everything. It doesn't fucking matter. Mm -hmm. Just give us a good story. And I don't, like I said, I'm I'm not, no tea, no shade. I'm willing to give it a chance. I will say that uh, Mother Righteous is pretty awesome looking. As far as a, like, character, like, a character design, that's a great character design. I am all about Mother Righteous. I mean, I would cosplay it if I would, if I felt the need to paint myself red. I do not because I just can't. I just can't. Yeah, I, I think she's hot. I think honestly, most of the story should be about Kurt and, you know, him realizing that, you know, yeah, they are being like cops and event- he denies it for a while. Right. And then eventually some event happens like where he's forced to realize, oh, shit, I'm doing the one thing I didn't intend to do. And so he mm-hmm. has this moral you know, this, this moral debate within himself. And eventually he finds a way to, you know, actually help people without being a fucking cop. And, you know, weaponless Zen is a huge part in that, right? Because we saw in the first issue, she is challenging, you know, his, his perfect ways. And even Kurt within himself is doubting himself. 
you can see in those conversations from the first issue. That's the main story I want to see. And, you know, there could be other little things going on, you know. And the other subplot would be, you know, obviously, like we see David and Legion chatting up with Mother Righteous. And there's mm-hmm. shit going on with that, right? She's the villain and they eventually curse get find some way in his swashbuckler ways to defeat her. It's going to be great and get Legion to get his shit together. And he's going to find himself. I see. I've done this story. I think it's great. I think if that's what he was doing, that is very much needed. I think it would work. I think it's a banger. Um, that's not what's happening yeah. currently with this Banshee crap. I don't know what this is. It doesn't belong in this book. I don't know why they decided to shove it in Legion of X. And I don't know who to blame for that, whether Spurrier or the rest of the X office saying, we need this Banshee story. Um, we're going to put it in this book because we're not going to give him his own book, but it needs to go somewhere. So I don't know who to blame for that. And I'm not really I, about blaming, but just more that doesn't, that's guess, not something that needs to be done. <laughs> yeah. And so here's the other thing too. It's like, so, okay, are they cops? Are they not cops? Whatever. It's no, there's no question that this book is being written kind of like a procedural. It's kind of like SVU. Like, this yeah. is why I keep making the Reno 911 jokes because, like, the the book literally starts with them having a meeting, like, they're cops and doing all this stuff. But the issue is, is, like, so here's the thing. I have I have not been, I have not kept it a secret how much I love true crime. I watch a lot of true crime. I listen to a lot of true crime. When you have like procedurals and stuff like that, usually there's like the main story and then the side story or or there's a or there's something else going on on the side, but there's the main story. Here it feels like there's two huge main stories, the Skinwalker thing and this God's thing, and it's just like it's too much. It's you need we need one story um that is like the story that we're actually focusing on. I mean, I guess that the story we're really focusing on is the God's story, but Again, it just, it, it it's, and the other thing too is like, okay, so they are not cops, but they are cops. Like the Kurt side of thing is like the cops side of thing. Like that's where we're getting like the kind of like more cop stuff. And then the Legion side of things seems to not fit at all thematically with the rest of the book. It's just like, he's going to become a God. I, I will say I do love the idea of Kurt and Destiny running the, the Quiet Council together with a bunch of amps. That's great. Um, I, I I love that shit. And yeah, I think more than anything, I think this book is setting up too much at once because like Legion of X, to my knowledge, isn't ongoing. It has been solicited as a limited, meaning this can continue and have multiple arcs, which could mean mm-hmm. Spurrier could start off with one thing, the next arc progress into something. I think the Mother Righteous stuff should be the first arc. After that, the gods thing evolves. Okay. And and that would be the second arc is dealing with the gods. But it seems like he's thrown in too much too fast. And it's like, oh, buddy, you, you I, I, I get you want to set things up to use later, hopefully, if this does continue to be ongoing and continue with different arcs. But you can't throw everything in the first two issues, buddy. Like, you, yeah. you just can't. And- do it that directly like if you want to throw in little things that by the second arc we go back and we go oh i didn't even notice that before but it's there but everything is fucking in your face man with and and it's i mean as somebody who loves to you know go back and see stuff that's connected in the past and stuff that goes to you know whatever arc you're currently on it's too much right now like you've you've got to take the time to build it up and yeah, yeah, I wonder if Warrior is writing this like a limited series, even though it's an ongoing currently. Like, don't do that. If you have an ongoing, write it as an ongoing. 
the thing is, do we even know what's an ongoing and what's not an ongoing? You know what I mean? Like, um, true. Like, because because Hellions, I'm sure, was considered an ongoing until it wasn't anymore. Well, so well, it was. Well, everything starts as an ongoing, and then when they go to the next era, yeah, things change. So, like, Hellions was an ongoing until, like, you know, around probably like the 15th issue or so. I can't remember how many issues. It was like 18 or something. But yeah, eventually they decide. So we're gonna end this era, and with that, Hellions is ending, which also is garbage. I have no funny and depressing book. I only have depressing books. I only have books I don't understand, and I have Immortal X Men, which is great. I have no complaints about that book so far. It's fantastic. But other than that, I have just no so funny. You're crying, and then the next page, you're actually crying because it's so depressing. Books, give it back, please. Zeb Wells, I know you're Inspire Man, Spidey fans. I'm sorry, I have to take him back. Please come back. I would agree with that. And like, and the thing is, is Kurt is like the perfect character to have a book like that. He is your he's the perfect he, one he, to he, have he, to lead the Hellions. Absolutely. Well, he can, he's very like, he, well, here's the thing. I don't think he'd ever work with Sinister. I don't think he'd ever like choose to like be that close to Sinister. I hope not. God. I just think, I, I feel like um, you can't, I, I feel like anybody, which is kind of actually, this is kind of funny because Havoc was in Hellions and I'm going to say this, but like, I mean, and as, as as gross as Sinister was around the summers is, I feel like anybody who was around that at the time would be like, I don't want to have anything to do with that guy. Uh, uh, well, that's the thing. Like Nobody wants to be around Sinister. That's the thing. When you talk about Hellions, we were like, well... Uh, this character can't be on it because they won't be around. Nobody wanted to be around Sinister. Literally, nobody on that team wanted anything to do with Sinister. Nobody, nobody likes Sinister. Like literally. But how That's does he have a wall council and stuff because of people like fucking Charles who are you know oh look we're so good but they're actually you know fucking you know poisoned at the core and that's charles at this point that's become his character whether you like or not as a fan everybody's entitled to their opinion but that's what he's become i mean even magneto stepped away and has called out charles a little bit and charles is basically his husband so you know mm -hmm. you know your spouse is never gonna have all the same opinions as you that's incredibly rare you know you'll even disagree on huge things and so um yeah i mean the Listen, I think that'd be a great opportunity to also challenge Kurt morally and get him to realize that, hey, being a pretentious, well, I'm a cop and I'm on the quiet council isn't shit. Get back to your swashbuckler ways. Leading a team of Hellions, that would sure as shit get him to swashbuckler ways within five issues. I just want to say that we were like, I don't know how much we're going to talk about this. We're like 34 minutes in and we really have barely talked about the issue, but it's okay. I don't think we even have to talk about it that much. Like, you know, oh, sorry. I'm the making a lot of here. That's, that's this whole discussion is the issue's a mess. This series is not a Kurt book. And frankly, if you're a Kurt fan, um, you can either do like Lisa and I are, are going to do, uh, Lisa probably more than I am, which is hang on, hang in there. We're going to see how this book turns out. Or you can be like, fuck crack on air with Kurt. They've heard him. And you know what? That's also valid. I support either option at this point because <sighs> there's only I'm so much we can do. There's only so much we can do as Kurt fans. We're doing our goddamn best, and and we're doing we're, we're doing what we can. Bad. We're doing our goddamn best. That's me with my stupid voice. <laughs> I'm never gonna live that down. I just I thought I was sounding stupid, man. No, you listen. You did sound stupid. It's just that I immediately made it sound like you were doing a New York accent, and then it just became. Um, me is just a cell phone. So don't ever um, let me talk like that in New York, Lisa. I swear to God, don't ever let me talk like that because I will get broken. Somebody, oh, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna right make you. <laughs> um, they, so I want to just point out one last thing before we like, I guess, wrap up. 
Um, the one thing that when I opened this book and I was like, what the fuck was, so you know how like on the first page, they always have the characters listed, the, the important characters of the issue. And it's right. like, I'm going to read them off. It's Nightcrawler, Banshee, Juggernaut, Pixie, Dr. Nemesis, Sage, Aura Serata, Mother Righteous, Weaponless Zen, Polly, Fabian Cortez, Forget Me Not, Blindfold, and Legion. That's like 15 characters that they said are important. Polly is the smoking guy whose wife is named Lisa. And I'm, listen, that was not how I wanted my name to become, get into a different comic. <laughs> but like, yeah, Polly's the smoking guy. And I get it. Like, I, I guess my whole thing too is like, Polly could have just been a device in the first issue to show that they're kind of cops. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't understand why everything is important because it's just making my eyes glaze over. Like, I, I, okay, I'm going back to fan fiction. <laughs> I, I honestly, I, uh, yeah, I'm just, um, I want to be more positive about this book and be like, it was a banger, but um, no, it wasn't. Um, I'm hoping it gets better too. Uh, give me more we weaponless Zen and Kurt. Um, that's literally all I want. I I'm not asking much, guys. I'm not asking much. Like, just do I, that, and I'll be happy as a clam. Except the only thing I is not always better. The only thing I really want to see is I really want to see um someone do a fucking killer cosplay of Mother Righteous with those glowing disco balls. That, that would be really fucking... cool. Yeah. That is hot as shit. Um, but other than that, I don't. I don't know. We'll see. I'll stick. I'm, I'm sticking around. Say, uh, I'm sticking if around. anybody does a mother righteous cosplay, um, don't find Lisa while she's drunk, dressed like oh that, God. because I can't be held accountable for what she's gonna say. <laughs> that is true. I, the other thing I do want to mention is thank you, Sai, for giving us some fucking Juggernaut Black Tom. Like, true. I will always ship them. Um, again, we have our fabulous shirt designed by uh, Chango uh, of uh, that we are doing in our shop for the Trevor Project. So please go buy one and support the Trevor Project with us. Um, but yeah, I will always, always, always love uh, Juggernaut and Black Tom and uh, totally forgot that Banshee was Black Tom's cousin. <laughs> totally forgot that was a thing. But thank you for reminding me, Sai. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean, yeah, let's see what happens. Beast can go can suck it i'm done i don't care about him um listen somebody just slice his head off i mean just he get, he'll get resurrected it's, just let it let him actually die <laughs> the other thing i think too that this book is not uh benefiting from is like the two issues came out week week one week after the other and that just feels like there was no time to even settle with the first issue until when this, I didn't even realize it. I was like, what the fuck? What? It's yeah. out already? Well, well, to be fair, that's better than, I mean, it's still, yeah, it's still not perfect, but it's a better problem than people waiting like two to three months for the next issue of their book to come out. Like She-Hulk, I think that book, if anybody reads it, that book hasn't come out for like two or three months. Girl. You're talking to somebody who reads Saga and has read it since its inception. I understand waiting for your book to come well, out. Yeah, but I like, get it. <laughs> well, no, but but the problem is it's not just like one book that's put on hold because the creators choose to. And you can yeah. still go read other things months and months. Everything is having fucking delays still. I mean, Legion of X could have another delay and we don't know. Like... I mean, it, it's just atrocious. And you can tell that, you know, Marvel and DC and all these companies, they're picking and choosing which books they consider most important to make sure they are printed as close to on time as possible or still printed quicker 
than other series. They are, you can tell they're prioritizing things and, you know, so, so at least, you know, Legion of X still, you know, after the first issue, they didn't push back to, I guess, you know, they were still like, okay, well that's Tuesday. We're just going to let it come out. Um, mm-hmm. Cause that was my concern was, you know, oh, well we had to wait an extra month for one. They're going to make us wait an extra month for two now. Like everything's going back, but so yeah. far that hasn't happened. So, um, you know, that much to say, uh, people, if your books are coming out on time, be very grateful right now because uh, a lot of shit is not, there's still so many fucking delays. For sure. Well, well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I think that's what we got on Legion of X. Uh, 40 minutes or so we did. And so, you know, <laughs> um, didn't really talk about the issue much, but it's okay. Uh, yeah. So, Lauren, where can they find you, girl? You can find me on Twitter at FriendlyMBHDBI and all my other links are there. Uh, you can find all of us on Twitter, Instagram, everything at our website, simplyamazingpod.com. Uh, you'll find our shop there where, again, everything we sell from this shop is going to be going to the Trevor Project. I might throw another design up soon because I'm feeling inspired. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but everything is going to the tra- uh, towards the Trevor Project uh, that we sell through the shop. Uh, that includes we have our fabulous Not Just Buddies bra shirt uh, by- designed by Chango. Uh, with a black tom and juggernaut and then of course our bamf shirt that i designed myself a badass mutant fuzzy dude so you want to get one of those i know i wore mine yesterday i was i actually wore mine out and i was having a good time in it uh so yeah please 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 uh go ahead and grab those so we can uh, donate that money to the trevor project and yeah follow us on twitter find us on instagram we're on facebook we're on all of it and all of our sorry i'm doing my stupid voice Jesus fucking Christ. I regret everything. I regret <laughs> no, 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 no. It's so good. It's so good. Um, so uh yeah, go find us at our simplyamazingpod.com. That's where you'll find everything. We got transcripts going up too. So if you don't like to listen, I mean, I guess you're not listening to this right now, but you know, <laughs> you have a friend who doesn't like to listen, but they like to read, go read our transcripts. But yeah, we got lots of stuff coming up. We should be doing a live eventually soon too. Like we uh, haven't done a live in a while, so maybe we should plan for yes. one soon. Do some we giveaways do and fun stuff. But yeah, we'll, we'll make a plan. Um, yeah, but uh, like us, review us, rate us, subscribe to us, do whatever you need to do to us. And yeah, um, I, I mean, I, yeah, you're simply amazing. I don't got nothing else to say about this book. <laughs> you're all simply amazing just for tuning in and listening to us, guys. Yeah.